everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We've got producer Holly Roberts with us as well. Good morning. Hi. Morning. Woke up to some bad news this morning. Um, country music superstar Toby Keith has passed away at the age of 62 after a battle with stomach cancer. Did not see that one coming. I thought he was doing well. Yeah, I thought he was on the men too. I he, I just saw something online a couple of weeks ago, uh, January 24th, that he sat down with a local Oklahoma news outlet and did a one-on-one interview, kind of an update. And so to think, uh, you know, a week and a half later that he would have passed so quickly. Yeah, yeah, really sad. Um, like I said, 62 years old. Uh, a lot of hits, you guys, a lot. Should have been a cowboy was his uh, breakout hit back in 93, I believe. Um, he did How Do You Like Me Now, Red Solo Cup, uh, American Soldier, Beer for My Horses. I want to talk about me. So many, so, so many. 32 number one songs. Mm-hmm. That's hey. wild. He was huge. And I get it. That's on the country chart. Right. But 32 number ones, no matter what field you're in, what lane of the music industry you're in, that's a pretty remarkable feat. Yeah. Number ones, not even just, you know, top tens. Number ones. Really sad. I I haven't looked at um, Twitter or anything to see uh, what kinds of tributes are coming in, but I saw it on the Today Show this morning as I was leaving the house. Um Really kind of that, you know, rebellious kind of country music. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, very, very pro. Well, just react. Well, not even reactionary. Just like I'm very steadfast in my opinion. Yes. And you're not going to change it. Yeah. Yeah. And he had that little rift with the Dixie Chicks at one point because he had written a, a song. I think it's American Soldier that was you know, about 9-11. And there's a line in the song that says, um, we'll put a boot in your beep. Yeah, and he yeah. did courtesy of the red, white, That's the one. That's, That's, the, the, one. The, That's song. the one. That's yeah. the song, yeah. Um, yeah, and they were like, oh, that's lazy songwriting. And so that created a little rift within the community, the country community. But yeah, it's a big loss. A really big loss for Did, the country music uh, industry. Didn't courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Um, what year did that come? That it had came to out be in two thousand two. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. sh- shortly after nine eleven. Um, yeah, nine eleven. Which at that point, look, you know, you're looking, you're looking for anthems, rally yeah. cries for mm-hmm, the country to yeah. come together. It came and, out in two thousand two, and it charted on the Billboard Hot one hundred chart, which is just wow, the hmm. big, the big one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he see, he just seen that he was. Um, I always find this, you know, I I don't know. I feel disconcerting, upsetting, just tough for me to wrap my head around when people go from being relatively okay, like Toby Keith, okay enough to sit down with a local news outlet on January twenty fourth. If I'm getting all my dates right, mm-hmm. and then how quickly things can turn. It seems that. Um, and I know there are a lot of you listeners out there who have dealt with cancer or had someone in your family who has had cancer and the unpredictability of it, how you can quickly be somewhat stable 
and then you can get an illness or something can go a little bit wrong and now your charts show this is high and then your life can end really quickly. Yeah. It's I, I just find that like It's a good reminder too, upsetting. you know. Again, you know, life is short. Life is for short, everybody, man. for all of us. Yeah, you know? 60 uh 62 was mm-hmm. the age of uh Toby Keith and so tributes will continue to come in all throughout the day from around the music industry. We're sure of that. Donna, did you get a chance to interview Toby Keith? Oh, many, many times. And so what is he like when you interview him? Because he's a bit larger than life on stage. He takes up the space, and it's like, there's Toby bleeping Keith. He's down for fun, you know, but he's kind of he was kind of like that, you know, puts up a tough exterior, but you could break him. You yeah. know, a little bit. I should I should post some pictures from, you know, on his tour bus and things like that with my old co-worker. Um, we had some fun. We had beers. Oh, together. yeah? Yeah. What, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is that, like, just like on the tour bus? He's like, yeah. hey, thanks for coming in and doing the interview. Crack a can. Yeah. Wow. You guys want a beer? Yeah. Yeah. He That's also true. had a song called Beer for My Horses. Oh, which is a great song. He had a Willie Nelson uh, tribute song. So many hits. So many. Beer for my horses. Yeah. I think I like the. I mean, we could just... play a few tunes if you want. We could wait till ten o'clock if you want, because I'm sure um, Mike was a fan. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We'll we'll sprinkle a little Toby. Okay. Um, some Toby music. And hey, you never know. Rocco comes in at 1130 ah. on Tuesdays to do the same name game. Never know. You what never know. That is true. Never know. Maybe he'll work in a Toby Keith song. I bet you Toby Keith has a song with a title that some other song exists. And that's the whole nature of the same name game that we play. Tuesdays that's true. At that's true. All right. So we'll stick around and see if that happens. Um so we we begin on you know that's a downer note that's yeah. taken over Twitter um, TMZ and Hollywood Report everybody's talking about Toby Keith having passed last night peacefully in his sleep at the age of sixty two after this battle with stomach cancer. In our show today, we will continue to hopefully make you laugh and entertain you. Uh, as I mentioned, eleven thirty same name game ten thirty College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah, yo. Um, I did. Oh, oh, and at uh, ten uh, nine forty five. Lil John, who is widely expected to be at the Super Bowl halftime show with Usher, since they collaborated on their famous Yeah song. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the one. <laughs> that's the one, Holly. Um, he's got a new album coming out, and it's a very not on brand album for Lil John. I will tell you about that at 9.45 when we get into it. But when we come back, I asked on my Facebook page, and I'm sure I've already gotten a lot of responses there, for any of you parents out there, what's a word that is annoying you that your kids use a lot? Fun. I have one specific one that I believe is the plight of all modern-day parents. It is so annoying, and it needs to go. We'll get into that. When we return, you're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Steve from my pals at the Canopy Group. You know, at the Canopy Group, they do insurance differently. They give you options. What a concept, right? I mean, if you're one of 81% of Minnesotans, hate to break it to you, but that means that you have one agent who represents one company and gives you one quote. That's not the best way to go about your insurance needs, right? You need options to figure out who's giving me the best coverage for my needs. I don't care about 
what the neighbor's needs are. What about mine for homeowner's insurance, automobile insurance, snowmobile, boat, cabin up north, all of it. They can help you with it. How? They do it differently. They have a team of 50 specialists. They are growing uh, because so many people are making the switch. And they have relationships with 16 different reputable insurance companies. And then those insurance companies are going to fight it out for your business. And the Canopy Group will keep making them fight it out for your business one year after another. It's time that you get the best coverage for you and your situation. You need some options. You can get them at thecanopygroup.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and we love words. Well, we use them every day. Isn't that something? It really is, Donna. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm TV's Steve Patterson. And I'm radio scum Donna Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> and where am I? <laughs> I, I like how professionally you said that. Thank you. That that would work for our promo. <laughs> That's good. Um, I posted a video over the weekend. Uh, I was walking out of a basketball tournament and I uh, passed a couple of, a group of three or four guys, probably in like their I don't know, 12, 13, 14. And they used the word that I have been hearing so much around my house and out of my kids' mouths. Can I guess? Sure. Bruh? Yes. It is? Yes. <laughs> did you cheat? I did not cheat. How would I cheat? Get inside your head? B-R-U-H. <laughs> Bruh. I love it. It is the, <laughs> as I've said before, other generations had to deal with polio and typhoid. <laughs> We have bruh. That is our battle. That's the thing that we have to push through every day. It is coming out of these kids' mouths. In the in the eighties, it used to be dude. This is what I've been hearing. Hey, uh, some people, people would been, call their dads dude, like dude. Wait for me. You know. I saw a sweatshirt. It made me laugh. It said uh, in really big caps. It said bruh. Period. And then underneath it, it said the artist formerly known as Mom. <laughs> Because they're calling it to everyone. Everybody is bruh. It's ju- it's just everybody's bruh. Yeah, bruh. Yeah. It is. What's up, bruh? It is annoying. You got it, bruh. It's been around a long time, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. To 2021, Steve. We're yeah. Happy to have you. No, but but my point is right now. The kids are picking up on in it. the homes right now. 
It is, we are at a boiling point with bras to everybody. So then I, I, I post this video over the weekend. Teachers are responding like, they're calling me bra and all this. So I have had to say so many times to my kids, and they know better, but I am not your bra. I'm dad. You call me dad. I'm not bra. I'm not bro. I'm not dude. I'm dad. You understand me? Anyway, so I asked on Facebook. What's a word that your kids are using? The first one that came up was bruh, by the way. Was it really? Yes. yes. Okay. Craig was like, bruh. And we'll take problem. some calls, too, if you uh, if you want to give us a call. 651-641-1071. Um, I got uh, a bunch of responses here. Um, IDK or IDC is bugging people. That's not just in uh, on a text. They're they just saying say that. IDK. My daughter said it to me last night as I was driving her home. Oh, well, what did so-and-so have to say about it? IDK. I was like, okay, all right, this is what we're doing. Um, Gucci. Kelly says Gucci. Apparently it means good. So my my son will say, we Gucci. Mm. (laughs) I mean, okay. All right. Um, Jeff said bro, not bra, but bro. He notes all four of my kids are female. Ain't no bro here. They're all calling each other bro. Bro, bro, bra, bra. (laughs) How about um, Dana says, what's good? No, it's what's up. She says, I also can't stand when they say, that's fair, after you stating a reason or a point. Stop it. I am not asking for your validation. Right. Don't don't give me a, that's fair. I don't need it to check out with you, boss. Right. That's fair. Uh, that Melissa hates good. it when her kids say, I'm good. Just be polite and say, no, thank you. No, thank you. Carrie deals with what a lot of parents deal with, no cap. She said, I don't know. Well, she actually said, IDK, if having a cap is good or bad. Um, no cap means like I'm telling I'm the truth. I'm not yelling. Oh, I thought oh. I'm not yelling. Like caps lock in a text. I'm not mad. Yeah. No, no cap is like, this is true. Okay. I'm okay. telling you the truth. Got it. Uh, Tracy deals with her daughter calling her girl. Girl. girl? I know. She <laughs> says, uh-uh, I'm your mom. I'm not your girl. Uh, That's cute. A lot of people battling, bruh. Amy says, bruh. I mean, my sons call me that. I'm their mom. What the heck is happening? Well, dude, feel comfortable. Yeah, dude is non-gendered. Yeah. I say dude all the time. I call my friends dude. Totally, dude. 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 Yeah. Is that because dudette never took off? (laughs) It doesn't doesn't need to, Steve. They tried to make it a thing. I didn't know if I was being, um, you know, gender... Well, we're being we we live in a gender neutral world. Yeah, you now, can, you can you know? call somebody dude. You can also use dude as an exclamation point, dude. 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 And just like you can do that with bra, bra, bra. Hey, bra, bra. bra. <laughs> uh, I see it like a new super bad me- being made. You know, bra. Yeah, bra. Oh, Jenny's Jenny's dealing in old school problems, which is like. Oh, sure. Like, it's like, you know, like sometimes like if you like, you know, you don't like it. That's what Jamie wrote yeah. or Jenny wrote. Way to go, Jenny. Yeet from the neighbor boy. <laughs> That's right, oh, Sarah. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeet was big there for a while. Sus. You know, sus. Like I'm suspicious. Yeah. That's yeah. totally sus. You're sus, brah. Yeet. Yeet. Uh, Holly's taking a few calls, and then we'll uh, we'll get to Kate in a second uh, here. Nicole said, "Literally, it's in almost every sentence. Every it never makes any too. sense." I know when people are like, "Dude," or "Bruh," I literally 
almost died when she said that. No, you no didn't. cap. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh my god, um, Holly. Should we go to Kate? You think? Hi, Kate. Well, Hi. Kate, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Uh, what's a word that kids in your life are using that is annoying you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, my son says. Um, my son came home from college, and he's in a fraternity, and was saying, kept calling me, bruh. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I'm, he, after a while, I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you calling me, bruh? And he's like, sorry, I just am so used to calling everybody, bruh. <laughs> we're not doing that. Stop doing that. We're not doing that at home. <laughs> and my, my, what my husband says is, bruh, don't bra me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, sometimes you can't. You know what? That's a Thank you for calling in. Somebody gave a good response to me over the weekend, and they said, um, and I'll occasionally do this. When I hear them calling each other bruh so much, I'll start dropping bruhs in just so they hear how often they're using bruh. Right. And I'm like, because these sweet little babies, they don't know how annoying they sound. But somebody said, I just use all of their words. That's an instant way to make them stop using the words is you start using them. And this and person was like, them. I did it with yeet. I do it with cringe. I do it with bruh. We have the power. <laughs> Uh, let's see what Stacy has to say. Hi, Stacy. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So, yeah. what's the word, Bird? It's, it's dude, but it's also the intonation, right? Kind of like the F word. You can be like dude or dude or dude. So it's all in how they say it. <laughs> but it ain't dude, man. It's mom. <laughs> you know what? You just gave me a a, a good idea for a. For a social media video, I feel like you could do a whole sketch of people just using the word bra and dude. Yeah. Well, you could do it all through that. Sign me up, bro. All right. Ah, I love it. We got Slay. Yep. Uh, that comes from Gene. We've got, um, let's see, uh, Julie says, I just talked to my son this morning about bra. The progression of how it went from mama to mommy to mom, and now I'm bra. <laughs> Um, Ryan says his 10 year old daughter, uh, says, uh, slay. That's so slay all the time. Uh, lit, drippy, riz, drippy, skippity pat. I don't know. Look at this XYZ, skippity pat. Bussin'. Bussin'. My bad. Where you could, in fact, say sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of fun ones bra, on here. Bra, 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 duh, bussin', bra, bro, bra, bro, whatever, <laughs> duh, bet, riz, bra, slay, sus, riz, dude, sus, we'll be uh, back, bay, right. cap, bra, like, like. Oh, yeet! That's lame. Okay. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Ooh, got a few stories. To get to here related to celebrities. Um, in case you haven't heard, King Charles III 
uh, has cancer. That was announced, I believe, yesterday. Yeah. Buckingham Palace is saying it was caught very early. Uh, No word on the type of cancer. And I'm not sure this is related to the enlarged prostate issue. They, They found it during that. You know that was that was how they were able to stumble on it. Another reason to right. when you're of that age to go in for that check, awkward as it may be. But yeah, they said um, Buckingham Palace yesterday. They have like a royal. The royal family has an Instagram account. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And they said during the king's recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, yeah. a separate issue of concern was noted, and subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer. But then they, you know, I thought it was. I thought they handled that in a, in a good way. Uh, they went on to say, His Majesty has today commenced a schedule of regular treatments, during which time he's been advised by doctors to postpone public-facing duties. Throughout this period, His Majesty will continue to undertake state business and official paperwork as, us- as usual. <clears throat> but I thought that was a good way of, like, they wanted to get out. They said they went on to say, we didn't want there to be any kind of speculation. Well, there um, is. <laughs> But I don't know. I, if, I mean, I just, I'm speculating right now. are you now. speculating? I'm just wondering what kind of cancer it is. Is it related to that area? Does, is it testicular cancer? Is it, you know, everybody's speculating. I'm speculating what was going on with Kate and what kind of stomach surgery she had. They're, well, they're still being vague. I, I feel like that's more of a speculative play as opposed to him saying this. They said His Majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent... Speculation, Donna. That was the prostate issue. No. This is in their statement yesterday about cancer. And they said they're doing this in the hope that it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. So King Charles's team is saying, we're telling everybody that we found cancer as opposed to saying due to a health concern, he's going to step out of the spotlight for a couple of months to focus on his health. Oh, I see. Well, but here's an added little speculation nugget into all of this. Okay. Is that Prince Harry is now in the UK, and he went to Clarence House and had a meeting with his dad after this diagnosis. So read into that what you will. Father and son having a fairly frosty relationship these past couple of years. But then Prince Harry immediately going to the UK to see his dad. Mm-hmm. That in itself, which could lead you lead you to believe that it could serious. be serious. Yes, because that's what we do here. We speculate, right? In the absence of fact, comes us. You know, I, <laughs> when in doubt, yeah. speculate. <laughs> um, I don't know if they said anything about you know they they caught it really early, and there's a good prognosis. I think I personally think Harry would have flown out. Either way, if he knew that something scary like cancer was affecting his dad, because I do think there is great love there. There's just a lot of misunderstandings. Yeah, the UK prime minister did make a statement saying that they caught it early. So if you're going to believe the prime minister of the UK, that's what he said. Okay. And I, you know, I hope this means that Prince Harry and Prince William will start to reconcile for their dad yeah right yeah what yeah to try to put your own little stuff not to say it's little but your own big stuff they got big stuff but yeah at some point especially with family you know at some point you've just got to it takes one or both parties saying i don't care if i win 
right. anymore. And that's so tough for us right. to do because we are we are um, a like competitive a, society. I was going to say a prideful people. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, pride yeah. is underneath so much of our junk and you're just like, no, but the principle and it's right and I need to be right and or not or you don't. Or two things can be true at the same time. And I, I also wonder if Harry didn't have a family of his own. Harry? If this would be happening. You know what I mean? Because that can be very isolating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have friends, but, you know, at some point your friends start families and they've got their own responsibilities. So if he didn't have his own family. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that they would be in this sort of situation. I don't because either. Don't you, you know, when you have a, a partner and you start to create a family, you become your own distinct unit. Right. And, so, and then you have those conversations of, oh, what was it like for you? Oh, well, that right. shouldn't have been the case, you know. Well, that's Whereas, part of the problem is the two units. Do you know what I mean? It's the wives that are at, you know, the 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 heart of the disagreements. You think it's Megan and, and Kate that are ultimately the foes here? I don't I wouldn't say that, but I'd say that that that's probably the heart of the issue. Is William not thinking that Meghan is a good fit for the royal family because he's kind of straying from the family to do his own thing while in reality he was protecting her from some pretty awful stuff that was ha- I think there's a lot of that that needs to be hammered out. How long have you believed that women are the root of most problems? <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. I don't. I just think that that's part of what they're in disagreement about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like don't all they the all need to sit things. down at one point? No royal clothes. Everyone has to wear sweatpants. Yes. Full sweatsuits, which most people look awkward in. Isn't that funny? Good in a sweatshirt. Good in sweatpants. The whole thing. And it's like, whoa, how's Bill? <laughs> Let's say they all wear full head-to-toe sweatpants. And then they have to get into a room and look at each other and say, "Isn't this all crazy?" Like, like I think the they fact tried that we are before. No, no, no. I mean deeper than that. Not like, "Hey, let's let's hammer out our differences." Shouldn't we do this? But like, does anybody realize we're living like a fake thing? Kate and Megan talk to each other and say, "Can you believe it? We're like princesses or duchesses. This is nuts. This is crazy. There are there aren't many of these anymore. We're living a made up life here. We are living an actual." princess life and then the boys could they be like can you believe we were born into this monarchy that has some power but not all power and we just because we're lucky enough to be born into it this is weird we're people like can we just connect as like four people or are they no longer people in that way that they can have a sweatpants conversation i think it goes back to pride because i think kate is a little more tightly wound than megan megan seems like she wants to have the conversations you know, and then did you read the book, Holly? I read the book Spare. So okay. did you? Yeah. Okay. So the part where um, Megan had referred to Kate as hormonal and said, oh, you know, I get it. She's hormonal. Kate took major offense to that being called hormonal yeah. because it's private. It's personal. How dare you say something like that about me? And Megan's like, this is how I talk to my girlfriends. We just talk about everything. Yeah, there. This is a many-layered onion. 
It is. Of the British monarchy, the British class system. We've got all sorts of economics and etiquette, racism, all these things all wrapped up into one stinky onion. (laughs) <laughs> that is called the British monarchy. Yeah. You know, and hey, let us be clear. There's a lot of money involved in that. That King Charles, he owns a lot of land. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and he only pays taxes because he's a good guy. Okay. He, so he doesn't have to pay taxes. No, they started doing that in the 90s because they were like, oh, this isn't really popular. People aren't really liking us. Maybe yes. we want to stick around. So we're going to concede a little bit. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. you can DM me. They had to book. sell the big yacht. Read a book. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Steve. It's, it's a thing. Mm. It's a thing. So my idea of the four of them wearing sweatsuits and just sweatsuits. saying, "Isn't this all absurd and surreal? What are we doing?" That's not going to happen. I like that idea, though. I, wanna, I like yeah, it. I want a yes like and a that idea. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and Holly, I know you had to take a phone call, but the, the, it's mandatory that they're in a full sweatsuit. Oh, head, not top like and a track bottom. suit, but like the sweat material, like a like sweatpants and a sweatshirt, which we all look good in either of those. But when you commit to the full look. Oh, that's that really me like me. every day. Oh, at yeah. Home. You're wearing <laughs> matching you. sweatsuits. Well, I'll wear like a gray sweatshirt hoodie with gray sweats. Yeah. I yeah. mean, living the dream. I thought, Steve, that you were going to one up this idea and that they'd okay. be wearing sweatsuit onesies. I with, love it. With a okay. zipper. Zip up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Footies optional. I'd be all for that. Yeah. How do women go to the bathroom when they're in one of those? You just because pull the you, zipper down. I know that, but then you have to get it all the way down yes. to your ankles. And then you have to hold the fabric so it's not dragging on your dirty toilet floor. It's a whole thing, Steve. It's a thing. Yeah. Oh you, just, you just strip down. You're like, whatever. It's fine. The amount hey, of please. times that women end up essentially naked in stalls just to go to the bathroom with these rompers and these, I guess, dresses. No, that's easy. Pantsuits is maybe what I'm thinking about. I, yeah, you're thinking about jumpsuits. Yeah. yeah, that's tough, guys. I have a Good friend job. who I just saw this weekend, and she got married in a jumpsuit. Oh. Like, just this gorgeous white jumpsuit. And she said she really didn't drink anything all night because she didn't want to be stuck in the bathroom. No, you Fine. need a hydration plan when you were wearing a piece of one thing fabric. Or you need a zipper in the crotch. Or, or gusset. Is that a snaps? Is yeah, a like snaps? the bodysuits. Oh. Yeah. But then yeah. trying to re-snap it, and then it's just like, oh, it's a whole thing. You know I what say, I do oh. now, Holly? You just when, put when, it to the side. Yes, when yeah. you're wearing when you're wearing like a one-piece bathing suit, I'm not taking that whole thing down in the public restroom. There's yeah, right. no way. Getting in and out of a wetsuit, essentially. Exactly. You know, if you've been, yeah. Because it's hard. It's sticking to your skin, and then you've got to pull it up over your fat flaps. And <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and when you're already wet, and then your skin is kind yes. of you know. Uh, moist. <laughs> it's now working against you. There's a weird wet <laughs> yeah. friction problem. You're kind of clammy. Totally <laughs> clammy. People hear squeaking coming from inside of yes. the stall. She's trying to put her suit back on. Is she playing basketball in there? What's happening? I'm no, trying to get a one piece back on. You just pulled a crotch to the side. That's I mean, what you do. That's that's you, the only way to do it. That's that America. You're welcome, yeah. everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm going to take off. All right. <laughs> All right. Did uh, we have anything you, else? Donna. We were going to talk yeah, about something we else a, here. Yeah, we had we'll a couple it. of other things. Well, bump it. Oh, man. When can I ask this question? There's a great... I'm going to ask it next. All right. There's a question on floating around online. Okay. 
and it has to do with a billion dollars. If you haven't looked at it yet, Donna, don't look at it, okay? Okay. But it's a really interesting hypothetical question of, would you risk this for the chance at a billion dollars? Hmm. Billion dollars is on one side of the coin. This other not awesome thing is on the other side of the coin. Would you flip the coin? We'll get into that and other dumb stuff coming up and see something say something. Hey guys, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Blaze came to be because fire and highway credit unions, they merged on the first of this year. So now they are calling themselves Blaze. They've got loans for you to borrow for any purpose. Like uh, they finance newer used vehicles, for example. They get that loan done fast. And they've also got extended warranty plans that usually offers such better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealer. So definitely keep that in mind. They've also got home loans, home equity loans. They've got free checking. Seriously, there are no monthly maintenance fees. Plus, all Blaze credit cards give back. 0.25% of your purchases to our local community. In fact, since that program started, Blaze has given back nearly $2 million. I am a member of Blaze. You can be too. You'll find them at blazecu.com. Blaze is insured by NCUA and an equal housing opportunity lender. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Holly Roberts with us for another segment. Steve, you want me to make this official? Or would yeah, you like to stand would... independently? Oh, gosh, what a question. Um, I, I would like hey, to Hey, if you see something, say something. <laughs> oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hmm. I needed that. Yeah, you need to say something quickly. Well, yeah, and just sometimes it's it's like the person who can't figure out what to order off the menu. Oh, God. And you're like, do you Love want me them, to help? Huh? I don't yeah. know what I'm in the mood for. <laughs> How about food? Start there. Yeah. <laughs> Donna, I'm married to this person. Really? And it is like the amount of times I have said, pretend it's not the final meal or the only <laughs> meal you will ever eat. What if we decompress the pressure of this meal, which will make up a fraction right. of all your meals. Love it. Just eat some. Pick it. Pick it. Uh, here is a billion-dollar question that is being asked online that got my attention. Okay. And usually I'm like going for the billion dollars no matter the hypothetical. But listen to this. Somebody on social media asked these people. You're offered the chance to flip a coin. Tails, you get a billion dollars. Heads, you get continuous, incurable hiccups for your entire life. And not flipping the coin guarantees you both. What do you choose? Not flipping the coin guarantee. What was the first affliction? The first affliction is a billion dollars. That's... that's, Oh, Tails. so you okay? So you can have a billion dollars and the incurable hiccups. You, you get either a billion dollars if it's on heads. I see. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Tails, you get a billion. Heads, you get continuous hiccups for the rest of your life. Okay. And if you say nope, I cannot flip it. That's fine. You'll get both. <laughs> well. So you can guarantee the billion dollars if you don't want to flip the coin, but you're going to have hiccups for the rest of your life 
as a billionaire, as a billionaire. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to make a hiccup sound. Oh, Sorry, wow, really? Bad. What do you mean, wow, really? That's your hiccup sound. Oh, I'm sorry. Stand back, everybody. Here comes Donna with a hiccup sound. <laughs> wow! Where did you study? Thank you. Did you heard you like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, little Tim Allen in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't like this game. What's well, a game? I'm not playing. You have to. Donna, look at me. Nope. I could. Mm, all right. I give I'll, you a coin, I'll and I say, "Are you flipping?" First of all, are you flipping the coin? I guess I have to. I don't want. You don't I, have to. If I don't flip it, I get the billion and the hiccups. That's correct. If you do flip it, you get whatever it lands on—a oh, billion well, dollars, free and clear, or hiccups. I think I'll. T- oh. I'll keep the billion and the hiccups because I got a billion dollars. I could figure out a way to cure that. No, surely. no, no, no. These are incurable. In this hypothetical, this is your. I don't know. Maybe I hired a research team. No, that's not. To work not... on nothing but me. Oh, son of a god! Why are <laughs> in you my this mind? Way? In my mind, sure, I have a way around it. I don't have to. Listen no, but to you don't. Rules. That's the thing. You don't is know. It... No, I do know. I know this. There's no holding your breath, no scaring the hiccups away, no biting on a lemon. They're normal hiccups, but they will not go away ever. Somebody said, I don't even care about the money. I just don't want the hiccups. Like, if you have had the hiccups, you know there are some people who have hiccups forever and some people who sneeze forever? Like, they have constant sneezing all the time? No. It's like a major, rare affliction. You don't believe me. I guess, sure, yes, yes. I'd like to say this. <laughs> you ruined this. <laughs> I could tell from the beginning because you were you were you were responding to emails. I'm not. I don't you even were. have no, email the, open. No, not right now. At the very beginning, I I watch you, Donna. I'm always looking at you, and I knew that I didn't have you. And I pressed on anyway. And then I, you confirmed that I didn't have you. Donna just <laughs> actually sprayed whipped cream. In. Ooh, do it again. <laughs> oh, Stop. I think I'm done. Is that? Do you just keep that in your purse? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm not doing whippets or whatever okay, you call d- that. Genuine question. Um, no, I, it was in the fridge here. Why oh. did you get it? Because I. I'm not really a big fruit person, and I wanted to have some blackberries and blueberries today, but I couldn't do it alone, and this is very low in sugar, and I thought, I know how to fancy it up. Thank you. Bye. So that's how she deflected. Again, she wasn't paying attention (laughs) at the beginning. I bring it up. Now she's squeezing Ready Whip into her mouth. You used to be... A respectable human being. A respectable broadcaster. Yeah. You couldn't have been that respected, though. I mean, you're opposite Moss. He's delightfully dopey like me. I couldn't have been highbrow over there. Spittoons and pickup trucks and all wow. that. I mean, how, you know, I mean, I mean it disrespectfully. <laughs> anyway, you ruined that hypothetical question. I'm sorry. Lil John is releasing an album. It yeah. Is a, it's a self 
guided uh, or a yeah. guide. <laughs> it's a guided meditation Hold on album. While I delight in me. <laughs> hey. Yeah. More ready whip. One more squeeze. <laughs> One more squeeze. Kaya, hold on. <laughs> there it went. Right in the mouth. <laughs> you know, I love ready whip. I did that last week. And it hit my mouth in a weird way where I was like, ooh, I do not like... The sensation? Ri- no, no, it wasn't the sensation. The taste, the texture of the, the, the whipped cream changed for me when I did it like that. I did really? not like what I was doing. But I love whipped cream. Oh, my gosh, I love whipped cream. Lil John is releasing a yoga album. I don't know what that means. He has recorded a guided meditation album. And this oh. goes in line with his new fascination with health. Yeah. Wellness. It's getting worse. <laughs> now I wanna go, I'm going to go get my ready whip, see if I still have some. Okay. Wait, no, you can't leave. No, there he goes. Where is he going? Get his ready whip in the fridge. I heard the door. Oh, is there a fridge? I thought he broadcast from his closet in his well, bedroom. Yeah, but he's walking to the fridge to go and get his ready whip, and he's going to bring it back. I can't believe he thinks that that is an acceptable behavior. Like squirting <laughs> ready whip in your mouth and starting the show. Oh. I did that as a protest because of how much you ruined my story. Okay. All right, fine. Everybody do it. There it is. Everybody do your ready oh, whip. Mine sounded a lot better, though. I but you know what? I'm. This will tell you a lot about both of us. I am using the essential everyday generic ready oh, whip. No. And you've got it, oh, the fancy yeah. one. Is yours yeah. just whipped topping? Dairy whipped topping. Yeah. Original. I'll tell you what, though. Um, two tablespoons is a serving. 15 calories. A carb, a gram of fat. This is a great topper for your coffee in the morning. Yeah. Tastes really, really good, yummy. too. But it tastes best when you're standing in front of the fridge yes. with the door open. Mm-hmm. And Are just we all saying right the preference the is yeah. right in the mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Right. And give me a break with the two tablespoons. I'm eating a cup of this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's just a suggested serve. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. All they right. don't get to tell us how to live. That's right. Thank you, Holly. Yeah, Holly. Okay, it's bye been now. a real treat. Yeah, oh, it sure has. Uh, Mike Dementia joins us next. We have got a dirt alert, and then we've got some music news. Uh, we'll maybe let's do a little Toby Keith too, as we were. Hey, friends, it's Steve. You know the season is changing, and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting ExploreMinnesota.com.